Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. It is Tuesday, August 30th, and this is your daily financial news. A lot of great stuff going on again, August 30th. First thing we got to talk about is Kay Schiller. Be careful how people position this. Someone might say, Case Schiller crashed, fell, collapsed 1.9% in a month. And they would be accurate. Case Schiller fell, dropped negative 1.9% from May to June. Well, Michael, that is only part of the story. You have taught us that. You are right. How did it drop 1.9% in a month, which is quite a significant drop, I will admit. It fell from 19.9% to 18%. Yes, folks, Case Schiller dropped, fell, collapsed 1.9% in one month. It is now only positive 18% year on year instead of 199 All of that is accurate. Second, Case Schiller, I will admit, is almost irrelevant. In the market that where we are in, that is clearly transition, Case Schiller being two months old is, it's just too old. What is interesting about Case Schiller, at least this month, is it does report June. June was the month where mortgage rates spiked one and a half percent. June was the maximum impact that we felt from higher rates. The June average mortgage rate for about a 10 or 12 day period was over 6%. So June was like maximum unaffordability. That is interesting, but I will admit as we transition in the housing market, as we enter a recession with transactions down 30%, I believe going to 50% down. Case Schiller up 18% is, it, it doesn't help my cause. It doesn't help, it's just old information. But if you wanted to massage the data, you wanted to report it in the scariest way possible, you could say Case Schiller drops. 1.9% in a month, and you would be accurate. But not quite telling the truth if we're honest with each other. So there we go. Next up, Fannie Mae. I saw this article and I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a joke. But yet, the chief economist of Fannie Mae believes that in 2023, four short months away, they believe that the average mortgage rate, owner OCK average mortgage rate, will be 4.5%. Let me say this. I hope they are right. I hope they are right. I hope they are right. 
they're not going to be right. I believe Fannie Mae did not tune in to Jerome Powell's eight-minute speech. I believe that we will enter January potentially above six and three quarters and quite possibly, folks, 7%. We are going to enter at least the first half of 2023 with mortgage rates in the sixes or sevens, in my opinion. So if you have six months at, let's call it six and a half, how do you average four and a half? You just can't get there. So I think what Fannie Mae is looking at here is hopium, wishful thinking, and frankly, early. I think mortgage rates could quite easily get back to four and a half percent. I will agree with that. It is the timing that I think is wrong. I believe if you go back and listen to Jerome Powell's eight minute speech, he basically said, we are going higher, faster, and we are staying there longer than you expect. Folks, if they are serious about 2%, we might get a Fed pause next year, but we should not see a cut. Folks, if we have 0% inflation, like our President Biden talked about for July, for the rest of the year, the rest of the year, we get 6% or 6.1% inflation. I am not calling for 0% months. I just want to show you how slowly this thing will move. So I don't believe 4.5% average 30-year owner rock next year. I hope they're right. It would be good for housing transactions. It would be good for realtors. It would be good for mortgage brokers. But frankly, folks, I think there's a, I think, my opinion only, crystal ball is broken as yours. There's a better chance that mortgage rates average 6%. Shoot, six and a quarter next year instead of four and a half. Let me know what you think. Leave your comments below. What do you think mortgage rates will be average? Just again, have fun with me. Take a guess. I'm My crystal ball is as broken as yours. But yeah, I have a hard time seeing four and a half percent. But well, let me know what you think. <coughs> Sellers are becoming landlords. Remember, we've talked about on this channel. I talked about it two or three weeks ago. My greatest fear. <coughs> and it's already started to happen. We are already seeing listings fall. I think there's a good chance that 1.31 million active listings is the peak of the year. We are seeing increased cancellations, increased expires. And now, folks, thanks to John Burns Real Estate Consulting, follow them on Twitter. We are now seeing in certain markets, sellers become landlords. Where's the date? I wrote it down. Where is it? Sorry, folks. I wrote this down. Where is it? Oh, here we go. John Burns Real Estate Consulting, Southern California. Weighted average over the last 30 days. 10% of listings have been pulled and turned into rentals. Texas, 9%. The Southwest, which I, I'm guessing is 
Phoenix, Vegas, 7%. And finally, folks, Florida, 4%. You have to understand there is a big, big, big difference between new construction sellers and existing home sellers. New construction sellers have to discount speed to cash incentives. They're building their war chest so they can slow down. They will sell. Existing home sellers, what you are about to see, in my opinion, don't have to sell. These are not iBuyers. These are not iBuyers who would take six price reductions and then accept a lowball offers. Mom and dad selling their home, A, if they don't get their price, will pull it off the market and stay put and say, you know what? We'll sell next summer. We'll sell next year. We'll wait for a better market. Number two, if they have low mortgages, they may turn them into rentals. You know what? We'll just rent this until it is a better market. Folks, the Fed broke housing. Everybody is talking about demand destruction. What you should be talking about is supply destruction. It is that marriage of demand and supply destruction that will cause a housing depression. Pull our entire economy into a recession. It will lead to higher unemployment. It is already, the dominoes are lined up they are falling. The Fed did it. They broke it on purpose. Next, we have a huge economic number this Friday. And like always, we are going to play guessing game higher or lower. Why? Because I think it is fun. So here's the deal, folks. Friday's job number. Again, remember, good news is bad news. Good news is bad news. If the July, the Friday, August jobs number comes in hot, it will definitely push the Fed to do 75 basis points. If it comes in low and disappoints, maybe, maybe you could see a half, but certainly I am not thinking about it. So here we go. Let's play higher or lower. Right now, the expectation is 290,000. Are you going to take the over or the under? Folks, if you don't remember, last month it was a barn burner. It was almost a 100% surprise to the upside to the tune of like 523 or something, over 500. So I am taking the over, and I also like to pick a number out of, out of the air just as a guess. I'm choosing 403,000. I'm actually going to write it over here so I remember. I have another whiteboard over here. I wrote it down so we can talk about it on Friday and see how wrong I am. Because when you guess a number, you're most likely wrong. <clears throat> Lastly, Neil Kashkari, Fed president of St. Louis, I think. Maybe, I think Minneapolis, actually. I think he's from Minneapolis. Bullard is St. Louis. Minneapolis. Neil Kashkari came out, was interviewed, and said, you know what? I liked, I loved the market's reaction to Powell's eight-minute speech. Folks, the Fed is trying to pop the asset bubble. They did not like this bear market bounce. They want to see asset prices come down. They want to see negative wealth impact. They want to see people pull back. 
They want to crush demand. How do you crush demand? You crush people's souls. You make borrowing more expensive. You take asset prices down. And you see people get fearful and pull back. Neil Kashkari was happy to see it. A couple other pieces of information. Case Schiller, again, remember, folks, Case Schiller down 1.9% in a month from 19.9 to 18. How about the hottest markets? Tampa, 35%. Not healthy. Too much. Miami, 33%. Too, too much. Not healthy. Dallas, Texas, 28%. All of these folks are year-on-year numbers. These are not normal. These are unhealthy. We, we can't have these kind of appreciations year-on-year. Couple of other notes. Stephen Roach, a, a, a very well respected economist, has come out and said, The worst is yet to come. I think he's right. Didn't basically Jerome Powell say more pain ahead? What does this mean? More expensive borrowing costs, demand being restricted, consumers pull back, more job losses, more pain to come. Stephen Roach is saying he hopes to see maximum pain, meaning Maximum unemployment rise to something south or lower than 6%. Stephen Roach reminded us that Paul Volcker, who someone Jerome Powell referenced in his eight-minute speech, had to take unemployment to 10% to break the back of inflation. I hope he doesn't have to go that far. That would be bad, bad, bad. Next up, Steve Hankey says we are going to need a miracle to avoid a recession and that he believes a 2023 recession is going to be a whopper. I don't know why it's not a Big Mac, but apparently it's a whopper. That's a joke. Not a good joke, but still a joke. Uh, And then I guess the last thing I want to talk about is This notion that the Federal Reserve is actually fighting the government. Our government, House of Representatives and Senators, are spending too much money. Every time they create another bill that spends money we don't have, it makes the Fed's job harder. Means the Fed has to go higher, hold there longer. Our governors, including our leader, government, government, Elizabeth Warren, stop spending money we don't have. All right, folks, have a wonderful day. We get to talk to Matt, Dion, and Beth today. We're going to have nine wonderful conversations. I hope you enjoy them. I know I will. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye.